everyone, welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Welcome to you if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, my name's Max. I'm the CEO of Smith & Sons Remodeling Experts Canada. And look, today uh, I want to talk to our general contractors. And of course, if you're a subcontractor, someone runs your own business, then this is this is definitely applicable. Um, because I, I think we all want to grow, it goes without saying, we want to grow a, a bigger business and uh, potentially make more money. That's why we get into doing what we do. But today I want to talk about, I want to just quickly chat about putting yourself out of business every day. And I know that seems like a fairly counterintuitive uh, comment, but the reason we do that is, you know, for me at corporate office, we're always looking uh, what we can do better. So we always do a lot of self-analysis. We, we look at our strengths and we look at our weaknesses. We look at the opportunities in the marketplace and we certainly look for the threats in the marketplace that might jeopardize our position. And of course, we are, uh, you know, really as of 2018, uh, we began to do what we do here in Canada. Um, we've had some fairly good success so far and there's plenty to go. But, you know, as a vulnerable startup, we we definitely need to focus on doing what we can do as much as we can do and doing it well. But every day, you know, as we grow, we, you know, you, do, you don't want to get to that point where you are complacent, you know, and, and that really means that you get comfortable or you really start to sort of just rest on your laurels. And what that really does is makes you vulnerable. And, and the opposite side of that is not only does it make you vulnerable, but uh, your creative capability or your creative expertise starts to sort of get lazy as well. So the things that might have got you to a certain level of success today aren't necessarily the things that are going to carry you through to success, you know, down the track. And so, you know, for 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 me as a corporate operator, uh, for you as a general contractor in your town or city or region, uh, for you as a subcontractor, you've got to be looking at ways uh, to create uh, a competitive advantage. And so basically when I started out and we started talking about the fact that we want to put ourselves out of business on a daily basis. Obviously, I don't want you to go and do that because that's fairly easy to do. What I'm urging you to do is to look at your operation on a consistent basis. And I'm talking, you know, at least on a monthly basis, if not weekly, but certainly talking to yourself every day about what is it that I can do that's going to give me a competitive advantage? What is it? See, what what, what is it that I can do um, that's going to keep my uh, competition at bay and ensure that I'm, I'm the preferred general contractor or even subcontractor in, in your area? And the reason we do that is if we, if, if I, I just feel like if I don't do that, if I don't try and put myself out of business every day, then the competitors will eventually do that. And so what it does is it keeps you sharp. Um, you know, I, I think that we've, we, we sort of get comfortable in doing what we've always done. Then we complain because of the lack of success that we are experiencing. And so, you know, I would urge you if, you, if you're someone, and look, some guys are just happy doing a quarter of a million dollars a year. They've got a helper. Um, they're out there doing their thing, and that's cool. I'm not, I'm not busting anybody's balls over this. Uh, what I'm saying is if you are wanting success and you want to build a bigger business, then you definitely have to start investigating on a regular basis uh, what you can do better. And so I, I talk to a lot of GCs every month and we, you know, I love to chat with them about their business and chat to them about their gaps and their deficiencies. And it's fairly, uh, it's fairly rhetorical. You know, some of the, the aspects that we cover as it relates to guys and gals businesses is very, uh, it's very consistent amongst the general contractor community. Um, so look, I, I think, you know, there's, there's, there's always, everybody's situations different. We come from, you know, different backgrounds. We have different skill sets, different, uh, you know, capacities as far as stress goes, 
you know, my ability to handle stress is probably different to your ability. Uh, you could have a greater capacity to handle stress than what I can. And so it's very difficult. It's no different when we go to a client's, you know, residence where they want to renovate and, and they want us to draw a comparison or a conclusion as it relates to the price of their reno. Well, everybody's renovation is, is, is different. And that's why we specialize in renovations and custom homes. Custom homes are for those clients that want individual projects done from the ground up. They don't want to use, you know, another floor plan that we already might have. Um, they want to design something that suits their lifestyle. And so when we're talking about, you know, subcontractors or general contractors businesses specifically, uh, the design around helping you build a high performance, profitable, uh, systemized business is very different. So, you know, I think that's why I would then throw back on to you, the general contractor or you, the subcontractor, what am I doing different uh, to be able to get the attention and uh, ensure that I maximize not only my profits, but also my ongoing work. Because as you build a business and you want to recruit, then you've got to make sure that now you're not so top heavy that your the work coming in and the, the, the profit that's being made uh, is not enough to cover your ongoing overhead. And I think I've talked about running a man short in the, in the, uh, you know, the, the procurement of labor. Uh, don't go ahead and get so much labor that you're now too top heavy and you can't service that obligation. So, and it is tricky because, you know, a lot of guys will go through these hills and valleys where they'll have lots of work, not enough labor, or they'll have lots of labor, not enough work. So, you know, you want to build an evergreen business. So I think, you know, going back to trying to establish your business in your town and in your city, you, you have to, not that I would suggest looking sideways, but you need to take note of business that may have been around a longer time than you and get up close and personal at some level and try and plagiarize. Uh, you know, it's all, you know, the, I talk about this, good businesses have a systemized approach to doing business and those systems are run by good human beings. So it's it's really to get that business, it's just a two-step plan. You've got to have the ability to recruit good talent, maintain a good culture and make sure that those people that you recruit have a really good understanding of the systems in your business. Uh, and then you couple that together with a really good marketing approach and a great messaging and, and value-orientated type messaging towards clients, and you'll start to feel like you get some traction. So, you know, what gives Smith & Sons really hot advantage is our ability to market. There's no question. All There's guys that are in the business which aren't the greatest, you know, can, you know general contractors. I'm sure you're sitting there and you could be very, very much, you could be better at running a, a project than you know, one or two of my guys that are in the business. The what gives them the advantage over you, the hotshot general contractor, is the messaging that comes out of corporate office. Is the systemization that goes into um, helping them run a better business, help them run better projects. That kind of thing. The credibility that's on our website versus the credibility that's on your website. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of builders, you know, will try and and get the trust or win the trust of clients based on, well, I can build it plumb square and straight and I promise you it won't fall over. Whereas that doesn't move people emotionally as uh, selling peace of mind and security and satisfaction does. If you look at any of our messaging on, on our Smith & Sons retail uh, social platforms, if you look at our website, it's all based around things that mean the most to customers in their decision-making process. Uh, you know, it's like we had one instance last week, I'm telling you three or four days ago, I had a client ring me and say, I've been working with a general contractor for 10 months. I no, excuse me, uh, probably since December. So that's probably seven or eight months ago. I've been working with this general contractor for seven months. 
And we were so, he kept putting me off. We were, we were close to coming to an agreement. It was a cost plus contract, but he wouldn't put anything in writing. Now, if that guy complains about not either having enough work going on or not making the money that he needs to make to justify his operation, the main reason is, is because that he keeps letting clients down and he, he wants to not sign a contract, which was unbelievable. When the, when the lady told me that, I'm like, you, guys and gals who run a GC business that don't put it in writing, you, you're really destabilizing the, the emotions of, of people that are ready to make a decision and go with you because you're scared of commitment, which I do find that quite bizarre because the contract is actually there, especially what we do as a fixed price contract. It's to protect both the general contractor and also the client. And so, you know, it's, it's really up to you, you as an individual contractor to get out of your comfort zone and, you know, sometimes take your head out of your ass and take a look at what you're doing and actually understand that it's not demonstrating uh, good value to the clients. Put yourself in the client's shoes and try to understand the challenge that they have in finding a good contractor, not even the, the best contractor, just a general contractor that will treat them with respect that has empathy, that understands their situation and caters to it. Because if you're not doing that, you are eroding your ability to win business. No, we don't even get started talking about profit margins. And so, you know, I, I think when you're talking about trying to put yourself out of business, you're always looking, and I'm telling you guys and gals, why it's going to be difficult is because let's say you've been in the game, let's say you've been in the game for five to 10 years. You've got a pretty good handle on what it is that you're doing. I'll tell you what you're not doing right, and that is the small, tiny little things. So it's it's Monday. We're shooting shooting a podcast here. Uh, I, I race go karts, and and I'm I'm not the quickest because I'm probably forty pounds overweight. But um, you know what I was trying to do the whole weekend was we would just tweak little parts of the the, the go kart to try and improve the performance, to try and tr- improve the acceleration, to try and improve the handling, and so. You know, it wasn't like I was far off the pace, even though, you know, I've got a distinct disadvantage, but I was just trying to find that little bit extra. And so some things we would try, matter of fact, most things we try, I got comments from other guys that say, it looks like you were slower on Sunday than you were on Saturday. So what I did is I tried things on Sunday to try and improve. And essentially what we did is we engineered in the wrong direction. And you know what? That's okay. Because now I've got historical data on what I've done wrong. So, you know, I'll go back to the original setting and then we'll go down a different path. So when you're in business, what you're trying to do is highlight those deficiencies, highlight those gaps, um, really identify what you're doing well. Um, You know, and this is the power, I guess, of what we do with the Smith & Sons brand and the business and the group is that, you know, a lot of that research and development. So we've got close to 100 franchises in three countries if one of my guys comes to me and says, I'm really having a hard time closing deals, uh, I don't have to fish around for what the answer might be. I've just got to ask a couple of you know, specific questions about what sort of questions that he's asking as he moves through the sales process. What is the client saying back to him? And I can quickly work out what, what might be an appropriate course of action. There's no guesswork that goes into what we do. I've just got to customize what we do to the, each individual contractor. If you're a... Uh, guy that's just doing it through trial and terror, you've really got no soundboard. You're guessing the whole way and you needed probably the best part of 10 years experience to be able to sort of, you know, figure out what is going right and what's going wrong, what's working, what's not working. However, you might get to 12 years and still haven't got your, you know, your finger on the button and don't know which way's up. 
Uh, that will get frustrated. You will become disillusioned. You'll start to hate clients. You'll start to hate your sub-trades. You'll start to hate the fact that your business is not making money. And then you'll end up working at Home Depot and you won't be any more happy because there but me I go. So it comes down to you as an individual, not just keeping, if you keep doing the same thing, we know what that the result is. It's, it's insanity. So you don't want to maintain course and just saying, well, if I keep doing this long enough, it'll work. I think persistence and consistency is a big deal. Absolutely requires those two, those two uh, fundamentals. But if you're consistently and persistently doing the wrong thing, then your progress that you make is, is not going to happen. Matter of fact, um, side note, I was just chatting to, you know, I've only been around the car club here for a couple of months and I'm looking at what they do because we use a parking lot and, you know, they've got to go out there and settle the tyres up and all the cones and, you know, just set the scales up, the, the, the weigh scales and everything like that. And I'm like, why haven't you got, because I come from a, a, a club that's got a designated circuit, that's, that's got everything, there's a lot of stuff that's undercover, like it's a legit racing setup and there's, on race day there's probably 220 carts between about 11 to 13 classes. And I started talking to these people about, so how long have you been doing this, you know? And uh, they'd been doing it for 13 years. And they are still doing the same thing today as what they were doing five years ago or 10 years ago. And so if you're a general contractor and you've basically been doing it for 10 years and you're doing the same things today as what you were 10 years ago, why would you expect a different result? So one of the, uh, the wives said to me on the weekend, she said, well, because I started, I said, you've got to think about this as a business. And she said to me, because her husband is the president, and she said to me, well, maybe we should dry, reduce, and this is ironic, and this is what GCs do wrong. She said, maybe we should reduce the membership fees. And I said, no, you don't reduce the membership fees. You look at ways that you can add value to the members and you jack the membership fee by 10%. And she said, well, I actually never thought of it as running a business. And I certainly never thought about jacking the membership fees. And then they wonder why they're not growing. So it's, it's, this, it's really a downward cycle. You know, everything that happens in a negative fashion is really brought on by yourself. And I think sometimes you need to just stand back, take stock, try and get to someone. Look, minimum, I would say, get a coach or consultant. Uh, I don't particularly subscribe to that model, but I do know that there is good coaches, good consultants out there that can help you a certain way. One of my guys, he was with a coach for six months, completely happy with his, with his relationship with his coach, but he did get six months in and felt like he'd tapped out um, because he, he, the onus was on him to go and do his own marketing. And uh, I think I was text messaging a guy uh, that we're chatting with, and he is not a technological type of guy. I mean, he's not going to go and do his own Instagram posts, and he's not going to do his own social um, and he's really battling just to send emails. So you might that you might say, "Hey, that's me." I got and you're nodding your head, going, "Yeah." You're driving down the road, going, "Yeah, shit, yeah." I wish I could find someone to do my social, but I don't even know what to look for. And so you know, they, these are the def, the deficits and the deficiencies. And this is why you know I think when you look at what you do individually and what we do as a corporate business, you know, uh, I think the sum total. That's really what franchising in the building industry is about. Because the sum total of, of a general contractor joining forces with Smith & Sons is exponentially greater than what the general contractor can do on his own. Simply because he is limited in his understanding and or she is limited in their experience or their contact or their patience. Um, and so I, I think there's a lot of factors individually around your lives right now and your career, you know, and your professional business vocation that you'll know what your deficits are. If you don't address those you at best will be average. At worst, you will go out the back door and you'll go out of business and you'll end up working at Home Depot. Um, 
And so, look, I think, you know, to just to wrap up, you, what you've got to do is I think you've got to be super honest with yourself, first and foremost. Look at your historical data. Look at, look, at your, look at your history and figure out what is it that you do well, what resonates with clients, how are they patting you on the back, and then really start to sort of break it down and go, okay, this is good. It's almost like a pros and cons, but this I do badly. I do marketing badly. I don't have enough leads. My business is hilltops and valleys, hilltops and valleys. You know, during spring, summer, and maybe summer, fall, you're at the top of the mountain and everything's good. And then as you go into the end of fall and into winter, uh, you find that your business just bottoms out and you've got no leads and no work on. So you've got to let go of guys on EI or whatever. And all of a sudden you come around to February, March and you're doing, you're just doing this, this, this wheel. You're just on this, on this uh, hamster wheel and you are just, it's year after year. It's almost Groundhog Day. Um, and so, you know, I think as we, we progress through this year and we're sort of in the thick of it right now, but I'm telling you, as you go on, you will start to ask yourself questions. Am I going to go around the mountain again and just do the same old, same old? Uh, if you don't want to do that, you seriously need to dig down into find some information, whether it's this podcast or another YouTube channel or whatever the case may be. You need to get some guidance because if you're like me, carpenter by trade, uh, a qualified builder, never were we taught about business management Never we talk about money management. Never were we talked to about business development. Never were we talked about recruitment. So where are you learning these? Those they're just four things that I outlined. That if you don't get right, you will never grow a business. The end. It just won't work. How can you? You want to develop a business and yet you you don't know what putting a strategy together is for the next twelve months, two years. You don't know anything about setting a goal and then reverse engineering quarter by quarter, month by month, and hitting those 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 milestones to ensure that you're on a, a bit of a growth curve upwards. You don't understand that you're going to take all of the profits and put them back into the business. Don't go and buy that new boat. Because if you want to buy the new boat now, that means you'll never build a business because all you've just t- done is taken on a depreciating asset. You've tied up a bunch of capital in something that doesn't make you any money unless you're going to take it out on sunset cruises and charge people for it. That's a different business. That's a different story. So look, I hope you've got something out of that. I will uh, quit at this point. If you like what you hear, subscribe. Uh, you know, hit the notifications bell. Uh, make some comments if, you know, if you've got some quick questions. If you want to contact me directly and you've got a question about your specific business, uh, you can email me at max at businessforbuilders.ca. You can even text me at 250-241-8866 and I will get back to you as promptly as I can. I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope you've got some value out of that. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on the uh, next episode. Have a great day. Cheers.